This is episode 65 of How to Be a Steminist. Today I'll be talking all about how to think bigger in your career by getting off that to-do list hamster wheel of death. This is the How to Be a Steminist podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany, a proud woman in STEM. To me, being a steminist means creating a wildly fulfilling career without compromising your family or social life. Because when you love your whole life, you become a living example that a career in STEM is where it's at. I'm on a mission to equip women in STEM around the world with strategies to take back control of their career progression, navigate those difficult and awkward gender equality issues and stop balancing work with life and start enjoying it. If you want to learn all the things no one else teaches you about being a woman in STEM, you've come to the right place. Let's get stuck in. Hello, hello, welcome. So great to be back. I'll be talking more career development stuff today. Last week was very self-indulgent. I got to talk all about my last nine months in my personal life. If you do want to have a nosy into what I was doing, definitely go back and listen to that episode. I did talk a bit about my birth experience and what I've been up to in the last nine months of maternity leave, but my head is well and truly back in the women in STEM career mindset right now, and I'm really excited to talk to you about today's topic. Uh, I guess before I dive in, I'd like to tell you a bit about what's been going on. My voice sounds maybe, I don't know how it sounds recorded, but it's a little bit scratchy today. I've just found ever since Harry's gone into nursery or daycare, whatever you call it in your country, uh, yeah, he just keeps bringing back all these bugs. And honestly, most of these bugs I really shouldn't be getting as an adult, but my immune system since having COVID, so I caught COVID about mid-February, it is now the end of May. Since having COVID, my immune system's just been really crap. I've caught everything. I got hand, foot and mouth disease from Harry. He hardly had any symptoms. I had, yeah, all the blisters in my mouth, on my hands, my feet. My hands have only just stopped peeling. (laughs) It's so disgusting. Now my feet are starting to peel. I feel like a snake, I'm hoping out will slither a whole new healthy me um but yeah my immune system's just been really crap and uh yeah harry is ill at the moment it's nothing serious i don't think hopefully but yeah whatever he gets i get as well so that is why my voice is a little bit scratchy maybe a little bit more sexy today however 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 harry absolutely loves nursery I'm so glad he goes there and has a great time. I also get to start doing stuff that I enjoy and uh, use some of that time for myself. So I've just started going uh, to the gym, which is really great for my body and hopefully help will help my immune system as well. Is that how it works? I don't really know. (laughs) But anyway, it's just really nice to have that time to do something for myself again. I've also joined a gym that my one of my best friends goes to and it's literally four minutes drive from the house. 
this afternoon we'll be going to a class together which is the kettlebells class. The instructor is an absolute beast. There's no messing around. There's no hellos or niceties or anything. He just gets right into it and he proper yells at you. (laughs) It's really great. Don't get me wrong. I really love it. It just really pushes me. And it's just nice to get my body moving again. I did a lot of walking in maternity leave and also while I was pregnant. But it's just really nice to get my heart rate up and to sweat and be yelled at. (laughs) And also do it alongside one of my best friends. That's really nice. Anyway, this morning I was in the shower where I sometimes get some of my best thoughts. Do you get that too? Don't know. Sometimes I'm just really in a rush. I'm like, I need to get this shower done. But today I had a bit of time and... My mind wandered and thought about all the lovely coaching clients I'll be working with this week. I really want them to get the most out of the 12 week program where they work with me during. So a lot of the time I see how it goes like so I see how my clients are that week if there's anything that they want to bring up if they have encountered a situation at work where they're like I could have done this better how could I troubleshoot this for next time so we definitely go through stuff that is happening in the now however there are times where I step in and think right we are halfway through our coaching program now we've talked about some problems that you could solve and and some of the situations that have arisen arose arised (laughs) but now's time to move forward we need to put in practice some stuff that's really going to move your career forwards really quickly really effectively how can we get this done really really efficiently so One of the things that I'll be talking with my client this afternoon on and maybe a couple of other clients I'll be working with this week as well is thinking bigger. So this might be phrased as thinking strategically, future planning, big picture thinking, all of that stuff that you expect your most senior leaders to do. And that's the thing. We expect our most senior, senior, senior leaders and directors and CEOs to do this type of thinking. But that didn't just develop for them overnight. They had to develop this skill. And yes, it is a skill, not just something you're born with and without. They had to develop this skill over time. And you need to start doing it now. So you might already be in in a leadership position or you might be kind of mid-level or even more junior. Now is a great time to start thinking strategically, start thinking bigger. So I was thinking this morning while I was taking my shower, washing my hair, that's where I go first. I wash my hair first. I go top to bottom. So I was washing my hair thinking, how can I help my clients? Then I got to my face. No, I won't, I won't go into so much detail with my shower. Um, I was thinking, what is holding my clients back from strategic thinking? So aside from the fact that, yeah, maybe they don't have as much mentorship in their workplaces from senior leaders and all that kind of stuff 
what else is holding them back? And I think the thing I found most in common with all of them was that most of my clients love being productive. They love having a to-do list. They love being able to show themselves and show others that they've gotten however many tasks done that day. They love it when they finish the day and they've got their to-do list that they wrote at the start of the day and every single thing is ticked off and they can tie it up in a neatly wrapped bow and finish off their day. But then what happens the next day? Another to-do list happens and then you've got to work through that again and the next day. So this is what is I described as the hamster wheel of death in the intro. You don't get anywhere by finishing a to-do list. The only thing you get at the end of that to-do list is another list of stuff to do. It doesn't help you move your career forward. Now, I'm not saying don't do anything at work. (laughs) What I'm saying is you need to think bigger than your to-do list. So you might now be saying through your headset to me, but Tiff, it's not just about the to-do list. I've got these annual career goals and my to-do list is more strategic than that. My to-do list aims towards my career goals. That is great. That is a really good first step. However, I'm going to counter that back to you and say, hey, what are your career goals? Are your career goals just another to-do list? Here's a really simple test to see whether you are thinking big enough with your goals. Grab your list of career goals that you've written down for the year, maybe one that you have shared with your manager, and see whether it is just another to-do list. So here's an example that I shared on Instagram this morning. If you're not on Instagram with me, please do come and say hello. My handle is at Tiffany Dawson underscore. So the example I shared was um, a goal that you might have written down saying something like, this year I want to work as a project manager on three education building projects. That isn't thinking big enough. That is just another to-do list. It's something you can tick off. A goal that is more strategic would address the why behind it. So why do you want to work on three education building projects? Is it because you've noticed that the CEO did a talk last week and they mentioned how the education sector is a really important place to be right now and the business has goals in 2022 to build their education portfolio and therefore you want to help that? What What is the why behind your goal? Other common goals are to speak at a conference this year, to get my chartership, to gain this qualification, to do this course, whatever it is, that's just a to-do list item. And maybe you haven't thought about why you're doing it, or if you have thought about why you're doing it, you haven't noted it down. So you're not proving to anyone that you're being strategic just by saying the things that you're going to do. The way you can show that you're being strategic 
is to talk about why you're doing them. Who's it going to benefit? How is this going to help your team? How is this going to help the business? How is this going to future-proof so-and-so? Like, what, what is the purpose of this? So you can see now that thinking this way makes you more purposeful with the things that you do at work. You're not just getting a list of things done. You're not just ticking things off your to-do list. You are achieving a purpose. So all the things that you do at work are for something, are to help the business gain this, is to help the team move forwards in whatever it is. If you are just on this hamster wheel of death with your to-do list every day, you don't have time to think about why you're doing each thing. So maybe a simple first step is that, you know, if you can't let go of your to-do list just yet, write a second column in your to-do list. So have the thing that you need to do and in the second column, write down why you're doing it. What's the purpose? If you can't think of a purpose or who it's benefiting, just delete that thing. Don't do it. (laughs) Figure out a way that you don't have to do it. If your boss has told you to do something and you can't figure out why you're doing it, what the purpose is, who it's benefiting, maybe that is a chance to go back to your boss and ask them, hey, you know, I've thought really long and hard about this task that you've asked me to do. I'm unsure as to who this is helping. Am I missing something or is this something that doesn't need to be done? And can I direct my attention elsewhere to something more useful to the team? Now you might be like, oh, how can I question my boss like that? Well, sometimes the way that you can show that you are leadership material is by opposing other people's thoughts is to prompt them to think. They might have just asked you to do something because that's just the way it's always been done or maybe this is what they did in a previous project. But now you have stepped in and thought this isn't actually required, this helps no one. Maybe I can be using my time better and my skills somewhere better to help the team. Training yourself to think bigger and to think strategically is as simple as that. It's to first notice the purpose behind everything you do at work, the purpose behind everything your manager and your team members do at work. Why are they doing it? Who is it benefiting? What's the purpose? The more you get your head into this space, the more you will start thinking about the future more purposefully. So you might start thinking, okay, well, I can kind of foresee that this could be a challenge for my team coming up because I've thought so much about the purpose of everything that we do. Now I'm thinking about the future with the same sort of purpose. I can see a risk coming up. So how can I solve this problem before it arises for my team? And let me pitch this issue and this uh, solution to my boss. Next, 
your boss will be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for thinking about this. I have had zero time to think about how this could be an issue. You've pointed this out. You've come up with a solution before it's even happened. You've saved us a ton of time or money or headaches. And the more you do this, the more you build your leadership capability and also your reputation that you are leadership material. So I guess with today's episode, I really wanted to challenge your thinking on productivity at work. Are you being productive on the right things? Are you just getting your to-do list done? Or are you thinking about things that are bigger and more important than getting your little tasks done every day? This might be a theme and a thought that will take a little bit of time to implement or to sink in. Maybe you're not at that stage yet. Maybe you're thinking, gosh, Tiff, I really can't let go of this to-do list. Like I, I really have to get this stuff done. Look, however long it takes for you to get this information to sink in, that's absolutely fine. We're all on different levels in our learning and development in our career. But just keep this into the back in the back of your mind. Just keep thinking, okay, this to-do list, this task, what's the purpose behind it? Just start easing yourself into strategic thinking that way. I hope this gives you a bit of an insight as to how I work with my clients, the types of themes that we work on and how we quickly and effectively get their careers moving forward. If this is something that you've been considering, trying to move your career forward, you feel a bit stuck, maybe you feel a bit stale where you are, you're not sure how to push forwards into the next step, maybe you're not sure how or which way to go, coaching could be something that's really helpful to you. So I am taking on new clients. I've got two spaces left to start at the end of May in the next couple of weeks. So if this is you and you're thinking, hey, I could consider this, or maybe you're thinking, you've been thinking about joining a coaching program for a while, you can learn a bit more about how I work as a coach over on my website. I'll share a link in the show notes as to where the information for women in STEM who want coaching is. You can have a look there. And what happens is you can, what if you're happy with that information and how I coach, you can apply for a discovery call. So this is a 15 minute call where we talk a bit more about your challenges in your career. And we have a frank chat about whether coaching would be suitable for you or not. And you can ask me any questions to figure out whether you think we would work well together. I'll also give you some feedback as to whether I think we'd work well together If coaching isn't something we deem is suitable for you right now, I'll probably be able to point you to some resources that would be really helpful as well. So all you'd have to do is fill in a really short form, book in your slot for a discovery call with me, and we'll go from there. Make sure you share this episode with your friends and colleagues if you found it helpful and you think that would help them to develop their career as well. Sharing is caring. If they're not podcast listeners, boo. No, just kidding. Um, yeah, share share with them the knowledge you learned. You know, what I talked about doesn't take a very long time to explain. Share with them what you learned and how they might be 
able to implement it in their own careers too. I really look forward to speaking with you again soon, but until then, take care. Bye.